And we're back with another episode of Ran Out of Talent. I am your host, Joser Jr., and with me is my co-host, Shane Madrinich. How's it going, Shane? Hey, what's happening? Oh, not much. Just got done basically getting choked out for a while tonight, and that's why we're recording late. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, uh, we're doing collar chokes tonight, and uh, those ones hurt a little extra. Yeah, I bet they do. Yeah. So um, you got the new Associated 12 scales in. Yep. Have you started building them yet, or have you taken them out of the box? Uh, I took them out of the box, just kind of checked them out. They look pretty good, and I'll start uh, doing some assembly this weekend. Yeah, I was going to buy one from with my last paycheck, but other crap came up, and uh, I had to buy the new Proline Buckshot tires for next round. Oh, yeah, how do those look? They look pretty good. Um, I wanted to talk to you, so we're going to get into um, the last round of Duluth. Yep. But before that, we got a couple things to cover. Um you were selling Proline tires the last round. Yep. So um, how'd that go for you? Did you sell out? Yeah, it went pretty well. I think I, what did I bring in? 16 sets of tires, and I think I had four four sets left. And I bought one of them from and, you last week. Yeah, yeah, and you bought one last weekend, so now I'm down to three. Yep, for sure. Um is this going to be a regular thing? Or are you going to be bringing Proline tires to every series race, or was this just a test run? Well, it was kind of a test. Um, the, the the plan is to continue to do that. You know, there's always there's always somebody. Yep. You know, looking, um, and you know, sometimes guys are planning on one type of tire, and you know, the, the track just doesn't let them run that. So it's nice to have some options. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, that's why I'm uh, picking up that buckshot tire. Okay. Um, just because everybody's like, oh, it's going to replace a whole shot. Nothing's, nothing has replaced a whole shot so far. The no, whole... they've tried to come out with all kinds of stuff. You know, they had that electro shot come out. Oh, that this was year. a turd. And, you know, it actually was pretty decent for me at the at the Dome. Yeah, um, but did you have to do the half-worn-down thing? Did you have to get them halfway for them to work well? I ran them on the nitro car. Okay. Uh, and I ran them on the on the e-buggy, too, I guess. But, uh, you know, maybe they were about half-worn-down. Yeah. But they were, I, thought they were, I thought they were decent. I haven't had good success with them since. Yeah. Yeah, well, the, the they, dome the, grouped that up That center tread good. likes to plug. Oh, yeah, for sure. The, the dome actually grooved up pretty good this time around. Yeah, it did. So, all right. Um, One more quick thing. I turned on my phone and it decided to buzz like crazy. Um, This podcast is brought to you by A&P Productions, their laser engraving division. Find them on Facebook. Like the Facebook page, it's A&P Productions forward slash laser engraving division i had the inside of my truggy chassis done with the logo of this podcast he can do anything you want 
really. Um, he can engrave anything, do whatever you want. It's real simple. It's real affordable. Um, actually, I know a lot of RC guys are firearm guys. His uh, biggest business is doing like AR lowers, AR-15 lowers. Sure. And stuff like that. He, he's constantly doing firearm engraving. He's actually um, headed up to a firearms and knife show in Alexandria this weekend. So that, oh, that should be pretty cool. Yeah, that's where he ma- makes his cash, but he does tumblers, growlers, flasks. Um, he's done little decorative rocks for people's houses out front. Um, he's done RC parts, which is most important to everybody who's listening, I would assume. But, you know, if you're looking for a gift outside of RC, get a hold of A&P Productions forward slash laser engraving division on Facebook or give them a call at 612-309-6023. That's uh, the person answering the phone will be Ryan Oz Klein. And yeah, let them know we sent you. Every little bit helps. Basically um, helps us out by paying the RSS feed, so... He he helps out a ton. <laughs> so, all right, let's go into um, the last MNRC round in Duluth. We wanted to do a podcast before, uh, well, actually, we wanted to do a podcast in Duluth, but it was a busy day. Yeah, it was extremely busy. Yeah, um, Saturday night, I wasn't ready until 9 o'clock, and you were already gone and drinking. <laughs> Yeah, I had some family come into town, so we ended up um, going and listening to the uh, GB Layton concert. Oh, I got you. He's still going? I thought he was uh, sick for a while. Yeah, it sounds like he's had cancer a couple times and, you know, survived, thankfully. Yeah, that's yeah, he good. Just, he just keeps moving right along. I'm surprised uh, the Ford family didn't come with you. They're a huge fan of that guy. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, so... I, I, I had a ton of rough luck in with both vehicles. I know you had rough luck with your nitro buggy, just not as bad as me. Yeah, I don't remember. I, you know, I, I bent a shock shaft on the front. Yep. I don't remember if it was during warm-up or if it was within the first couple laps. Yep. And, uh, uh, well, let's limp it around and see what it does. And it was it just wasn't worth Oh, you got up to the rest of the car. You got up to tenth. I see. Um, my car. What happened was, um, what did I break? So my shock pulled out of the bushing. The top of my shock pulled oh. out of the bushing and then popped the out, or popped the universal out. Okay. And then uh, just basically destroyed. The, I did destroy the outdrive. Oh, that stinks. Because I, I didn't know it was out, and I hit the gas, and it just destroyed the... Goddamn bird. Did destroy the outdrive. Um, I'm kind of glad it happened, though. Because my, yeah. uh, my clutch nut was loose. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't have been good. No, that would have popped my motor if I would have kept going. Right. But uh, your bump guys were Kyle Prasky, Dan Williams, and Nick Peterson out of the B. Uh, yep. Dan Williams played Alphabet Soup, 
with, oh, 45 minutes of sleep total. Yeah, that's pretty rough. Yeah, but he... Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, what did he start in the D? Yeah, he started in the D and just drove right on through. That's crazy. Yeah, I talked to him about that this past weekend at the Dog Days race. Yep. And uh, he was pretty ecstatic with that. It was pretty cool. You know, it's, yeah. it's a lot of racing. You know, it's two hours. You know, I wasn't sure about that x-ray buggy when he got it. Because honestly, his first couple times out with it, especially in Omaha, it didn't look good. It really didn't. Um, but he's got it looking really good, and it's really fast. Yep. Um, Nitro buggy A-Main. Uh, Kyle Holmberg with the K-Car. Actually, two K-Cars top two. Kyle Holmberg first, Kendall Welch second, and Tony Slutton third with the Mugen. Kyle Prasky, one of your bump guys, made it up to fourth. Dan Williams, fifth. Then it was Baumel in sixth. Nick Peterson, seventh. Alan Smith, eighth. Josh Ford, ninth. Tim McNamara, Seth Vandela, and Scott Mandula. It yep. looks like seven finished. Looks like Alan Smith, Josh Ford, Tim McNamara, Seth Vandela, and Scott Mandula all broke out. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, um, a lot of people attribute it to that back section. And you know what? Yep. Uh, honestly, I couldn't help myself from sending it. <laughs> I just, it's kind of fun. It is fun, but I saw a lot of breakage there, which is whatever. And that triple, um, at dog days, I just double-singled it the whole time. It wasn't worth the chassis slap. I mean, yeah, I, right. I could make it if I did the line right. But it's like, eh. So, you know, a lot of breakage, but a lot of it didn't have to happen. Yeah, right, right. You know, did you see, <clears throat> you know, a lot of the braking, did you see any sort of brand-specific braking, or was kind of across the board? Um, well, my Kyosho was one of them. There's a couple Kyoshos in the B. Let's see here. Alan Smith drives a Techno. Yep. Josh Ford of Mugen, Tim McNamara Kyosho, Seth Van Dalen Techno, and I don't know what Scott Mandula drives. Mm, I don't know what he was driving either. Well, he wasn't. No, he wasn't Team C, was he? No, he's not Team C. Okay. I was going to say no. I don't think so. I, I, I don't think I've seen any, any of those in the A main ever. <laughs> no, I haven't either. <laughs> All right, let's go to. How'd you do an e buggy? Did you make the A? No, um, it was kind of an interesting scenario that happened there, and I don't know if you recall what happened. Did he get screwed on a tiebreaker? We were um, Derek Ruport and I were battling for what we thought was the third and final bump spot. Oh, yep. Uh, not realizing that Kendall Welch had uh, an issue and was off the track. I see. Oh, oh and it wasn't called, so Kendall went it right was, by you guys, or at least yep, one. It was, it was. It was called as him being the leader, and we needed to pull over, so we pulled over oh. and gave Kendall and gave Kendall that spot back. Yep. Yep. Not not realizing that he had been off the track, and you know, so he was actually in fifth. Yep. And needed to get around us for that spot. And, the you know, it, guys it, just went mistakes right. happen. Yep. No, that happens with the known scene. Um, 
Yeah, Justin's still new. Yep. Yeah, you, you can't catch everything. You know, no. that's the that's what people don't realize about race directing is you really don't see every track, especially a track that size. Yeah, that's weird. Um, are your speakers on? Nope. I'm getting a weird feedback, and it sounds like it's coming from your end, but it only happens sometimes. No, I'm wearing uh, headphones. I have no external speakers. I got you. I got you. Are you using the kneewear microphone? Yep. Cool. All right, for e-buggy, looks like Seth Van Dalen won that one with the Techno. Kyle Holmberg, second overall. Kyosho, John Weed, third overall. Techno. Tony Sletton, fourth with the Mugen. Then it was Nelson, fifth with the AE. Van Ert, sixth with an AE. He just switched. Then it was Ford, seventh with the Mugen. Alan Smith, eighth with the Techno. Um... Sam Squatch, so Sam Salvacool, 9th with the Techno, Kendall, 10th with the Kyosho, Tim, 11th with the Kyosho, and Tor, 12th with the Kyosho. Wow. So Kyosho, even though... Um, quite, a, quite a few Kyoshos in there. Yeah, they're really good car, and the, they're not fragile, but they're not exactly Techno strong either. No. They do break. And you got to realize it. And it's like, just because you got away with something once, you're not getting away with it again. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sometimes you do get lucky. Yeah. Pro 4, oh, looks like they had 12 of them. Good. Because guess what? They were on the chopping block for only having five at loose nuts. Yep. We'll go through the top three. Um, Sam Sovacool, one overall. Joe Dirt, second. And Brody Iggy, third. Brody's becoming a good driver. Yeah, he is, for sure. Still quite a young guy, too. And um, kind of wonder what it'd be like if he um, focused all on racing. He's a wrestler. He's into wrestling and all okay. that. So that's why if they're missing, Brody is out there wrestling. Yeah, so he's just he's just driving on pure skill. Correct. Correct. So, all right, let's see. We got Four Wheels Sportsman. All right, Patrick Hoffman won. I'm not familiar with who that is. I'm sure I'll meet him eventually. Yeah, there were some new faces there. That's always good. Right. Uh, Brady Anderson took second spot. Trent Iggy took third. Vicky fourth. Janelle fifth. Xander 6th, Thomas 7th, and Tommy Jacobson 8th, and August did not start. It looks like Tommy Jake Jacobson in 8th was the only one who broke out. So that's pretty good. Yeah, not bad at all. Especially for sportsmen. They're getting around the track pretty well. Yeah, they are. Um, a lot of, some of them are sportsmen for... Life, but some of them I can see graduating sometime. Truggy, another main I broke out of, the Truggy A. <laughs> but a lot of people broke out. Yeah, they did. Um, Yeah, it was frustrating. I just broke a lower arm. It must have been going because it just broke on a landing. It wasn't even a hard landing. It just came down and collapsed. Must have already been cracked. Yeah, I'm guessing so. I haven't broken arm on the Mugen since the first or second round of Omaha's Winter Series. 
Oh wow! So it's been about, on there for a while. Then. Yeah, those, those people who have Mugen trucks know those arms just don't last long. Right. So I'm gonna replace both of them. If man, I finish my buggy tonight for full throttle, and I look at my truck and I just like, why? <laughs> don't get me. It's wrong. A- yeah, don't get me wrong. That truck is fun. The truggy's a great class but for the way i like to drive that buggy is superior yeah some people like truggy more and that's fine yep but that buggy for me is superior to the truck so i might just dust it off do clutch bearings and call replace the arms and call it a day yep but uh, yeah tony swenson got his first MNRC win. What yeah, the, that was pretty cool. Yeah, Nitro Truggy A Main MNRC yep. win. Uh, Zach Van Dalen took second. Rex Welch took third. Senior, my old man, took fourth after playing Alphabet Soup. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I got to pit for him in the A. Yep. And uh, man, I was rooting for him the whole time. He was just kind of picking people off too, one by one. He had. I think he. I think he ended up getting pretty close to Rex Welch there, right at the end of the race. Yep. Yep. Um. Let's see. Two seconds apart. Yeah. So that's pretty so, cool after thirty minutes. And uh, oh, absolutely. Senior and Rex only two seconds apart. Yep. And Rex battles. I've been in some pretty damn good battles with Rex. He's. Uh, he'll mess up until you get to his back bumper. Then he's just ice cold, no mistakes. It's it's frustrating. Cause I'm he, kind of the opposite. You see him crashing all over the place, and then, boom, you're on his back bumper. Oh, better pull it together. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's better than being like me where somebody gets on my back bumper, and then I make a mistake. I'm kind of the same way. <laughs> you, yeah. know, you know when we were racing at Loose Nuts, we were both making a lot of mistakes around each other. Oh, it's dumb. Yeah, it yeah, was really dumb. It was real dumb. Um, but Senior, his issue was his motor was tired. He had 12 gallons through it. Holy smokes. So he had Josh Ford pinch it. Josh spent a ton of time on it. Senior's like, what do you want? I'll pay you whatever you want. Josh is like, nah, don't worry about it. I think Senior threw him 10 or 50. I don't remember the exact number. But it wasn't enough for his time. <laughs> Senior tried to pay him. Josh is like, ah, that's all right. And his motor came back alive. Oh, that's cool. All three rounds of qualifying, he flamed out, and that's why he was in the C main. Oh. So, yeah, it's a little frustrating. That's that's frustrating when that kind of stuff happens. The piston didn't go all the way through the sleeve, but it almost did. Wow, that thin, huh? Yeah. Austin McClellan took fifth, coming from Bemidji. They're getting an oval group going around there. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I kind of wish, because I'm familiar with the space they have, and I used to race there when I was a little kid. Um, it's at the Bemidji County, or the Beltrami County Fairgrounds. And that's where the Minnesota State Champs used to be before... Jay, it was given to Jay Campbell. Okay. And I'm familiar with the grounds, and they took it and they made an oval track. They should have made a good dirt track, off-road track. But if that's how they can get people racing up there, that's what they got to do. 
right? Yep, whatever it takes. A lot of those guys are taking tracks of slashes, putting a modified body on it, and ripping. Yep. All right, let's see here. So the top five look like they completed all 30 minutes with no issue. Rob yep. Petrick took six overall. He was off the track at 23 minutes total. Um, yeah, that's a bummer. I saw his tires, too, when he came off. His tires oh, were balled, and I forgot they, what he broke, but he broke something. He did break something. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe a lower arm or something. Yep. Derek Ruport took seventh. He completed 30 minutes, but he must have been off a ton because he only got 38 laps when the leaders are getting, like, between 54 and 56. Seth Van. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what happened with Derek. If I remember right, he was having servo problems. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, the servo was taking a crap. Steer, steering servo. What kind of servo? I don't remember what was in there, but... You know what uh, kind was in there. Cramp, but but steer, it was the steering servo. You know what kind of servo was in there. We don't have to say it, but you know what kind of <laughs> servo was in there. <laughs> well, I, might, I might know what it was. Yeah, it wasn't a KO. <laughs> no, it was, it's a brand I would not recommend. Correct. Um... He literally, had, yeah, I remember talking to Joe about that last weekend, and he literally had to wait for the servo to cool down. Yep, and then it would come back to life. Yeah, it's weird. Garbage. Yeah, it's Throw it away and get KO and forget about it. Or, I'm going to say one thing here. Go ahead. Hong, Hong Kong. Yep. Yeah, no, you can say Hong Kong. You can say RC Mart for it. <laughs> um, RC yep. Mart's a great place to get those KO rx3 servos for the same price as i get them from japan and for some reason it's cool from hong kong but it's not cool for the J japanese guys to send it over oh that's interesting i wonder so, why i don't know it's just stupid politics man yeah yeah seth van dalen he took eighth only completing 36 laps ford ninth grand olsen 10th David Ohm, 11th, and I took 12th. I broke after five minutes. Yeah, that's a bummer. You, yeah. you, you hate to lose a race that way, you know, or even or even be competitive in a race that way, just to I something know. silly. And I was right there in the mix. I was with there with, like, Senior and Patrick, and I think Rex was there. I was right in there in the beginning of that race, and I knew if I could have survived being in that pack, I could have pulled away from him. I don't, but it's racing. I mean, what am I going to do? Get pissed off? They're not going to rerun the race for me. No. And that's something I've been having to learn how to control. Because it's like getting as mad as I used to does no good to anybody. I'm right there with you. So let's see here. Let's see if we can pick up the dog days. Um, switch tracks. Um, so is your deal under LSRCC? Yes. Yep. I should add this up already. It said the electric boogie was the last thing I ran under it. You must not have updated it. Oh, you just, you gotta pick a different event. Oh, you have it under different events? Oh, just, yeah, uh, let's see here. I'm on two. Yeah, for whatever reason, it automatically goes to the electric boogie, and I don't know why. Oh, I got to click on the electric boogie and then switch events there. 
you can uh, it says uh, view results from other events gotcha yep yep, yep. Ah, okay view results from uh, there we go 2017 Thursday night there's dog days so it looks like speaking of racing up there it looks like you guys are screwed tomorrow for weather yeah we're we're toast again yeah that's a bummer it's a this will be our fourth rain out so I heard serious talk of you guys putting a roof on that track we've got to do something um you know we've talked a roof we've talked um you know some sort of big tarp you know that you know maybe six guys or something could roll out yeah. and well here's cover the, it if you know if we know there's weather coming yep here's the deal with the big tarp it would have to work like a pool cover yep it would have to go over everything and seal when it comes down if that makes sure. sense and then it's got to hang over each outer edge a little bit too um right. so yeah but i'm sitting there thinking uh, yeah. of the cost of the two um how how many of these events how many weekly club races have you had that it got rained out because of the day before there's been a couple right one for sure oh okay. one for sure because of the day before because here's the deal if you put a if you put a roof up or if you do a tarp the track might be okay but nobody's gonna pit in the rain yeah exactly yeah so. we'd we'd have to we'd have to come up with some sort of solution for that yeah Oh, maybe another shipping container or something. That would you know. be cool. Another shipping container would do a yep. lot. Yep. You know, you could have some indoor indoor pitting in there. Yeah. Something along that line. Yep. Yep. For sure. All right. We're at the dog days. We wanted to do a podcast before dog days to advertise a little bit better. Yep. Uh, we both just got so busy. Yeah. That ha- that's been happening lately. I know it's frustrating. Ooh, I'm looking at some of these results. Um, Sam Sovacool did a double win. Um, yeah, he put he put the smackdown. He did. And he drove smart, and that's like everybody else is just sending it everywhere. Yep. <laughs> and and he, he was doing the big air stuff, but he wasn't taking unnecessary risks, like that right. weird like kicker triple deal after the big triple yep he was rolling the first one and then doubling yeah he's doing that's, it that's every the safest time. way to do it yeah um although you can really catch up to somebody in that section if you just triple it i know except for when you get it wrong that sucks <laughs> like i did and, and let oh, uh, yeah. alan smith into second place in nitro for sure um but anyways uh sam won it um, if you're friends with me on Facebook, you can watch them leading point to point for the first A main number one. It's down on my feed a little bit. I did it live, did a Facebook live deal. Kevin Van Ert took second. He had a, he wouldn't have won because he had a third in the first one. Yeah. But he had a hell of a battle going with Sam for six, seven minutes of that last A main. It was fun yeah. to watch. Yeah, that's that that's the kind of fun racing, you know, that you want to be involved in or watch. Yep. Torot took third overall. 
I forgot to explain this. When I say overall, you guys, um, with the Nitro Series and the Dog Days, we run double-A mains for Electric Buggy and yep. Pro 4. Well, I don't know if you guys do Pro 4. Uh, we, we didn't do Pro 4. Yeah, they're better off. We just left it as one. Yeah, one does just fine for them. Derek Ruport ended up fourth. Steve Nelson, fifth. Alan Smith, sixth. You took seventh. Yep. Who's Ross Judnick? Um, he's a new club guy, actually. He started racing a month and a half, two months ago. Wow, that's not bad. Because there was a B main for e-buggy. Yep. So, yeah, that was a full B. Yep. Mike Compton took ninth. And Dylan Grovem tenth. So yeah, no, both mains were pretty fun to watch. Um, let's see here. Steve Nelson looks like he fell off hard because he took second in the first one and then he took eighth in the second. I think he had some sort of electronic problems. Uh, I see. I, I think he only made it like thirteen laps. Yep. Yep. I gotcha. So Nitro Amy. Danny comes up with the X-ray, and he puts a lap and a half on second place, Alan Smith. Yep. Um, Danny wins with the X-ray. Um, Alan took second with the Techno. You took third with the AE car. Yep. Derek Ruport took fourth with the Techno. Senior fifth with the Mugen Truggy. He was the only Truggy that showed up. I didn't even bring mine. Yep. I just left in the basement. I looked at it. I'm like, no. Even if there were <laughs> enough truggies, there's no way I was running two classes on that kind of a race day. I brought that would have been tough. Yeah, I brought Joe three with me up there, and he, when he's around, one class is plenty because he's a handful. Yeah. Um, Gary Pana looks like he took six. Tony Woodall seventh. Torban eighth, and I took ninth. Because I broke with four laps in. <laughs> it's just the worst. I know. Lost a just a front drive. the The front center drive shaft came loose on me. That's all it was. Was it the set screw? Yeah. Okay. So um, I loctited the living piss out of it. Yep. That's not coming off. Oh, I. I'm gonna. I had that happen to me at the Moto Dome. Uh, both the front and rear drive shafts came loose. Yo. And... Yeah. Um, I I use the I use the um, thread locking gel, and I just goobered the snot out of it. Yep, I'm gonna have to use heat to get it off. Yep, most likely. Let's see. Those were, those were, I'd say were the important ones. Um, let's. Yeah, see. That, that was our two biggest classes of the of the weekend. All right, let's um do a preview. A full throttle before we get into uh, listener questions. I want to call all of them fans. Some some of those guys downright dislike me, but as long as they download it, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> they still want to know what you have to say. Yeah, it's weird, but whatever. Um, let's see here. Full throttle. What can we say about Full Throttle's layout? So he's going to have indoor pitting. Um, he's going to have indoor pitting in the counter top shop. He's going to have AC going in there. 
I believe there's also, I don't know if he's doing indoor pitting in the hut again. You'd have to ask Sean Van Dalen. Um, the type of track you're going to get is going to depend on weather. If it's dry and somewhat warm, it's going to be a tire eater if you pick the wrong compound. You need X3, X2, double red, double orange. I think uh, Kyle Holmberg even said he had double yellow for the J-Con. Um, but then again, if it's rainy, wet, cold, it's going to be loamy and loose. So you could have two way different kinds of tracks, two different types or compounds of tires you run. So we'll see. Um, last year was a little bit of a surprise. Because it was in May. Senior and I went there with M3s and whatever. I I don't think we had anything stiffer than an M3. And we just blew our tires apart. Yeah, I had the same problem. You know, the track temps at last May were 115 degrees. I know, in May. In May. That's crazy. We try holding a race in Duluth in May and it was 50 degrees and raining several inches. Right. It's a little frustrating. Minnesota yeah, weather. Of a draw. Um, the but <clears throat> but well, yeah, I've heard I've heard the layout down there is actually um, pretty racy, so that should be that It should is. Be fun. The layout looks excellent. If you want to see the layout, um, let's see. You go to Facebook. If you don't have Facebook, just what are you trying to do? Facebook is I mean, RC Tech is absolutely useless these days. Um, track o- owners only post there because it's free. Somebody tried getting a conversation going about nitro vehicles under the Minnesota board. And I read it. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to engage. I don't want to engage on RC Tech. I don't want to have to go to a website every time. You know, I don't want to have to go to a forum board, click on the forum and whatever. Yeah, there's <clears throat> there's so much garbage on there. That's the problem. Yeah, you know, you'll have a, uh, you know, just an example. A new platform will come out for you know from a manufacturer, and there'll be three hundred pages. Oh, I know about about this car, and there's probably two that are relevant. For sure, for sure. And that's what's frustrating about RC Tech. And they all call it the official thread. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the official. Yeah. So go to FTR Raceway on Facebook. They got um, a few. They got a few pictures of the layout. They got a video of the layout when it was roughed in. So, yeah, it's looking pretty fun. That triple in front of the driver's stand, that's going to be a blast. Because you just kind of hang there a second. Yep. Um, yeah, but no. But when, I, when I'm talking about tires, though, don't get me wrong. The track is going to be fun. And it's always fun at Full throttle raceway in fully. What I don't know. Just yeah, bring a wide variety of tires. Or if you don't have the money for a wide variety of tires, you can see what the weather is a week out. Order your tires. Get them before you leave. Whatever. Um, are you going to be selling any tires, or are you sitting this round out, Shane? 
work working on that. So I would I would anticipate that I'll have some. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you had a you you kind of saved me um, at the MNRC rounded Duluth with some X2 Fugitive Lights. Yeah. Those those came in really handy. Yep. Yep. I've got one set left. Uh, mine are still really good. I only got one one qualifier on them. Yeah, I'm sure somebody needs them. You know the the X3s. I ran the X3 Fugitive Lights, and they they got just a little bit greasy towards the end of the run. I I thought I ran those couple of minutes with the buggy, with the X3 Fug yeah X3 Fugitive Lights. I ran. It says on the deal i ran like 10 15 minutes but i was off the track a good deal of that and the tires were half gone yeah so that i i should have done x2 for that main but anyways so yeah fully that's going to be the weekend of august 20th make sure you get out there um if you need any more information go to their facebook page contact sean van dalen and if you don't know how to do either one of those things, you're probably not listening to this podcast. I, I can't help you. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Let's get into listener questions. Um, I'm going to get into the one I want to talk about last. So our first one's from Anthony Z. Stratton. And he was wondering... When is um, AstroTurf Off-Road going to become its own discipline? So it's not lumped in with dirt, I'm guessing, was a question. That's a good question. Um, it is way I think, different. I, I think a lot of guys still have swallowing, you know, have a hard time swallowing the off-road pill, if you will. Yeah, uh, they're going to have to, just, though. It's, it's just different. You know, if um, it sounds like that shamrock... Oh, they're um, doing really well. Sounds like they're doing really well. Senior um, has a blast there. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. Um I don't know what the I don't know what the answer is to that. Yeah. Um I think but here's the thing though. If it becomes its own deal, are they gonna have their own nationals, their own worlds, all that stuff? That's what I'm wondering. We don't need any more big races, or will it replace something eventually? Yeah, I don't. I don't think you know dirt. Dirt off road is never going to go away. Um, you know, there's uh, there's a lot outdoor. of peers out there that you know they think they don't even think you should use chloride in the track. You know, run it. Whatever oh, yeah. the track is, it is. Oh, for sure. Um, I don't know. I don't. I used to be a dirt purist, but then I went, I think indoor dirt's going to die for sure. Yeah. In, yeah. Indoor dirt's going to go away. I think, um, it's way easier to convince a landlord of, uh, to put, to put AstroTurf in than to dump a hundred loads of dirt into <laughs> literally a hundred. Yeah, exactly. Or no, no, it's 60. It's 60. Twin City Hobby was 60 loads of dirt. Wow. Yeah, 15-yard trucks, 60 of them. Yeah, that's a lot of material. Yep, so. 
Um, I don't know. It it already is its own discipline too, because they're making separate cars for it. Yep, separate cars. They've got tires. All right, Alan Smith, two part question: If you were to switch chassis brands, what would you choose and why? Um, do you want to hit this one up? I'll hit it. Uh, let's see. If I were to switch brands, I would run probably a Losi, and I hate to say that, Why but only because then? hardly anybody else is running a Losi. Ah, uh, that's right. You're you're the guy who likes to have things other people don't. Yep, I got yeah. you. You know, if, I I like the challenge of, you know, there's. Six guys running Mugen, six guys running Kyosho, six sure. guys running Techno, et cetera, et cetera. You know, if, if there's a chance at having that, you know, just not necessarily an off-brand, but but maybe a brand that not everybody's hopped on the bandwagon. Oh, yeah. And, you know, have the opportunity to be competitive with it, um, that, that kind of gets me going a little bit, too. Yep, yep. I, I think, well... Truggy, I wouldn't switch. I, I'd quit before I switch. Mugen. Uh, I have to say Mugen is the best Truggy out there right now. Hands down, period. Um, everybody will probably say, well, what about Seth? What about Seth? Give Seth a Mugen. He's going to add two laps onto a 30-minute run. Easy. Um... If I were to switch buggies from Kyosho, this is a tough one because this kind of goes to the part of the next question. I'd switch to JQ. <laughs> you know why? It'd be it'd be different because the newest JQ car is a lot like a Kyosho. <laughs> And so, so it wouldn't be much of a switch. No, no. I mean, I like the Mugen and whatever. Um, the Mugen, the Associated, you know, the old joke, they're the same thing. Um, I tried a Techno last winter. I disliked it. Um, I talked to... A Losey driver, who I won't name because he kind of told me this in confidence. The Losey is as edgy as the um, Techno. I don't know about the new point .4, but the point .3 was very edgy. And the Losey is just as edgy. Um, oh, that's interesting. Who and the second part of his question, I'll answer mine right away. Who is your favorite pro in the top twenty-five? JQ number twenty-five. Okay. I just enjoy him. A lot of people says JQ and I are the same person, except JQ has a car company. <laughs> I I do like his. Uh... He just he just puts it out there, you know. He says what he says. He doesn't sugarcoat it. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't try and make anybody feel good about what he's saying. 
the only bummer but about he, it is but it's he's usually not wrong. Yeah, he's not. And I love like some of his blogs. One one bummer thing is is um Greg De, Greg Degani is a manager of some sort at JQ. And you can tell he's just throwing crap on the wall trying to keep up with JQ's um nihilism and negative views. Sure. But it just comes out sounding silly when JQ has a point to what he talks about. Right. So yeah, there's uh, a difference between having a point and then just throwing out random nonsense. Exactly. Exactly. So um Who's your favorite, or who's your favorite guy in the top twenty-five? You know, I, boy. You know, of course, everybody in the top five is no is no escaping me. Um, you know, Jared Tebow sure puts puts. Uh, he seems down to earth. You know, he's always he's a family guy. He's always talking about his family on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, ah, boy, you know him and Tessman are a little bit, I, I, a little bit too religious at the track for my liking. But some people don't mind that. Yeah, some people actually. Yeah. You know, I, I really like, I really like Adam Drake. So do I. Um, I don't think he's top twenty-five though. Yeah, he is. There's, is he top twenty-five? There's top twenty-five rankings. I'll pull him up. But if JQ's on twenty-five, I'm sure Adam Drake is on there. Um, let me see here. Are these the latest ones? Yeah, JQ's still 25. Adam Drake's number 14. Oh, well, then there you go. That I mean, that's that's the most solid answer, answer that I would have. I mean, the guy, he's out there. He works hard. Anytime I've ever sent him a message on, on Facebook, yep. he's, he's responded to me within an hour. You know what I do? I send the message to Rhonda, and I'm like, hey, can you ask Adam? You'll get a response <laughs> back in two seconds. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That's really funny. You know, but, I mean, he's just down to earth. He, you know, he, he truly cares about the industry. Um, you know, he's making videos all the time explaining oh, those what, you know, what things do. Yep. I mean, it's, I mean, how helpful are those? Insanely helpful. I've used them a ton, and... Nobody uh, else does that, you know. Uh, somebody Ryan at, Lutz, he's he's done some stuff. He's done some. He's done a lot of like live builds and stuff, which are also very helpful. Yep. Um, but um, somebody was asking me, is Spencer asking me what my needle, where my needles were set at on my Spec Three, and I measured them out, and I told him, and he's like, "Oh, you're not going to do turns for me?" I'm like, "No, you don't do that. It's not accurate." For one, well, I mean, it's a little accurate, but not as accurate as measuring. Right. And then he brought up the fact that it's hard on the O-rings. So, and and that's what Drake taught me to do uh, with one of his videos. Is, right, yeah, doing measuring. Yep. And Adam and yep. Rhonda were at the track. And one thing I have to say about Adam Drake is Adam is Adam. He's, there. there's... I've met two kinds of pros out there. There's one pro who's a complete dick. Yep. Like the Francis family hated him. Yeah. Oh, yep. uh, some people have different experiences with them, but 
We've senior and I have seen him at uh, the race prep challenges back in the early '90s, and they weren't nice people, in my opinion. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah, but then you could nowadays pick a pro. They're over enthusiastic and fake. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam Drake is none of those things. He's just a nice, even-keeled guy down to earth. earth. Yeah, so, yeah, good choice on Adam Drake. I like him, too. I like JQ just a tick more, though. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now, I believe this is the last question I got, and it's regarding Jared Tebow um, trying to sell his Nats trophy. Yep. And I don't believe his story for one second. I do not believe. Oh, he so Chris Bangle goes, Tebow putting his trophy up for sale and then pulling it down. Yep. I did I did see that. He's claiming he wanted Ryan Villapoto swag. Don't hmm. lie. Don't lie. Just say <laughs> I need the money, or I want the money to pad my nest egg. Yep. Um, he just... He, here's, he, he's been making money at RC for so long. His whole life, basically. Yep, right. It's been his only job, his only passion, whatever. But I think it just started hitting him. This is coming to an end soon, and it will. Yeah, at some point it comes to an end, and then what do you do? I don't know. Does Kyosho have a 401k that he's been putting money into? (laughs) Doubtful. I I really doubt it. Um, When you're making, let's say, I don't know exactly how much he's making. Let's say 100 grand a year, though. When you're making a hundred grand a year and you have a nice house and you buy a Harley and you buy a dirt bike you always wanted and blah 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 blah, those years sneak up on you. Pretty soon, income goes bye bye. Um, I don't believe he has college education. I. What's he gonna do at Kyosho? I mean, his right. his R and D knowledge only goes so far. He's he is a driver, period. Yep. So I think he's gonna be selling crap here and there because I mean he's got his JTP company. How much do you think that really makes selling T-shirts and flat-billed caps and whatnot? Yeah, no, not much. That's just a. It's. Just, I mean, I'm sure it's good supplemental income. But yeah, that's part. Probably like being a Herbalife distributor. Oh god damn it! That scam. <laughs> Quick side story to that: we had one of those. Uh, we had a new shake place in Elk River a couple of years ago, and I'm like, oh, excited because I was fat at the time. I'm like, shakes, yes. So I go in there. And the lady asked me, "Do you want a shot of plastic-free, clean water while you're waiting on your shake?" No, give me a shake. What kind of Herbalife supplement do you get? You get a free Herbalife supplement. It's like, 
oh, I just left. It's like you're <laughs> you're not surviving a minute, and they were out of there in three months. Wow, that's yeah, too bad. Yeah, but anyways, yeah, his t-shirt company and whatnot. It's just supplemental income. Uh, he, I've had this talk to people who have been close to pros before. In that top 25, let, let's say 15 of them are getting paid. Two of them have value in the RC industry when the yeah. racing's over. Right. And the rest of the, that 15 have no idea what they're going to do. Or you got smart, like uh, Dakota Fend, I believe, is going to college, which is really smart on him. You know, he knows it's not lasting forever. He's got good head on his shoulders. He's got good parents. Mm-hmm. His, you know, he, it's good on him. Yeah, you got to have a plan. Back, yeah. What's your backup plan? Exactly. So I think that's what it is. I think he's going to start slowly selling stuff off and building a nest egg because it's probably like, crap. This is coming to the end in, I'd say, two Maybe three years, he's done. You got a whole group of kids coming up. You're gonna see him at the nationals this weekend for sure. Those California kids, man, 14, 15 years old, and then coming up two years ago or three years ago is Spencer Rivkin. He's still a teenager, I think. If he might be 20, maybe. Yeah. At at most. At most. So. You know, in in this respectful way, MMA and RC are the same. They are not. Dana White, president of the UFC, says, this isn't a long-term plan. If you think it is, you're going to be broke in no time. So. Exactly. There's, yeah. Youth is on, you know, youth, youth is definitely on people's side. And once you hit that certain age... You slow That's down. It. That's a problem. See, I've slowed down since I was in my 20s. I used to be a bit faster than I, I'm one say, I want to call myself fast, but I was a bit faster than I am now. Right. I've been losing tons of poundage. I've lost 30 pounds since March, and it's, I swear it's helped my driving a ton. Yeah, that's a good thing. But that's only going to go so far. Right. Um, yeah, he's just got, I don't know. Anyways, so we're almost at an hour. Um, do you got anything else for tonight? No, I don't think so. You know, um, you know obviously looking forward to the, to the upcoming full throttle race. Me too. Um, we've got the we've got the September race in Proctor again, and then of course um, chill on the hill in October. Got the chill on the hill too, yeah, and then and then of course rolling into um, the final round at the dome. So yeah. one thing about the last MNRC round in Duluth, I was a little bit bummed out at that fair. It was. I didn't even lame. walk over there. It was a little lame. It was super small and pretty lame. But I heard Superior had a competing county fair, and that's where all the good stuff went. Yeah, the head of the Lakes Fair is always is always quite a bit bigger than the than the Proctor Fair. So, yeah, you know, I grew up in Proctor, and I don't think it's ever been good. 
It was... um, I I do like mini donuts. Yeah. The... So so typically that's the only reason why I show up at a fair is to get some I, mini donuts. I don't even know if there's a mini donut person there. Yeah, there I might don't know. have been. I um, there's a cookies lady there that's kind of like the it's kind of like the state fair cookies are pretty good. Oh, cool. But yeah, the the fair was just ah, there oh. <laughs> so it's me and I think Kyle Prasky and Tony Sletton and I forget who was all there. But we walked by a tent and there's a guy that says, hey, you guys want to take a quick survey? We're like, no. They're like, oh, it's all oral you don't have to write. We're like, what about? We're like, oh, just what you believe in. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I'm just like, no, no, just absolutely not. It's one of those things that you could you could be there for a while. You know, especially um, if you start into a debate with people. What I think they were, were Scientologists. And I bet they had the Thetan Reader things or whatever the hell they are. That's my guess. Scientologist, Jehovah's Witness, or maybe a Mormon. One of those yeah. three. Yep. Strong possibility. Yep. So, all right, let's uh, end this out. No tune tonight. I'm tired. My neck hurts. My face is bruised. <laughs> I, I got that weird bruise. I'm just toast. <laughs> Ice packs and get ready for next weekend. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I'm going back to jiu-jitsu tomorrow night because uh, there's no Friday. Well, there is a Friday class, but I got um, four teammates from the gym I go to. They're fighting down in Savage kickboxing on Friday night. So I'm going to go down there instead. It's going to be a good time. All right. Well, let's wrap it up for this time. Um, I'm Joser Jr. With me again is Shane Madrinich, and we have officially ran out of talent. See you next time.